Okay, hi, and welcome to episode four of Selfish. I'm Reagan Drake, and I don't really have stories for you this week. <laughs> um, I swear I just like literally heard everyone clicking off this podcast when I went against the entire podcast. The podcast is supposed to be about your experience with mental health, your journey, or how that relates to this week's topic, only I posed not a great question. It was just on social media. And when I thought about it, no one necessarily has, like, stories about social media, like, as in everyone's like, oh, yeah, I spend a lot of time on social media, or they're like, yes, that does affect my mental health. There's not necessarily, like, more details behind that. Um, I do have, like, a couple comments for you, so this episode's gonna be pretty short. Stick around, we'll be done pretty fast. First, please review and subscribe. Um... Leave a review of this episode and be like, I thought that it was going to be better. <laughs> I accept those too. As long as you write a review, it helps people see my podcast. Um, no, guys, I, I do have some fun information for you. This will be like a little mini episode. Uh, let's check in and I'm doing, oh, I'm doing okay. This is my third time, I think, recording. Um, first time. I just went too fast. I just was like, had too much hectic energy. So I took a breath and deleted all of them because I was like, I'm just not happy with how that turned out. And I like basically stripped stuff down. I'm in my bed right now recording because I was just trying to put too much on. Like I was trying to make sure the background looked good. It was just all too much. So I'm in my bed that is sheetless because I'm washing them and I have my pillows that don't have covers on them around me. And that is just where we're at. Uh, so I'm okay. I, I'm very anxious and like frustrated right now as in like, I just can't concentrate. Like I just can't like force myself to like focus on one task at a time. And I don't know if that's my self-diagnosis of ADHD or if I'm just scattered. I don't, I don't quite know what's happening. Um, oh, I was going to check in and tell you guys that like this week has been, I just had such a loss of focus. I don't want to say a lack of focus, but like a loss of it. With this podcast, I kind of created my own schedule and I, you know, I had like film on Saturday edit on Sunday, drop on Monday, clean on Monday, all kinds of stuff. I kind of lost some of that. Today's Sunday. I'm about to have to record, edit, compose all of it, compose, render, whatever those technical words are. Um, and it's just because like I felt like I'm wandering through my house and I have lists, like I have stuff to do, but I just can't get out of like what I feel like is a fishbowl and I don't quite know why. Um, so all of that to say that I wrote down in my check-in is that um, in between like the structure I kind of created for myself with this podcast, I I feel bored in between it. Like I'm, like I said, wandering around, I need a job really badly. Um, I'm not going back to my restaurant job as of right now. Like I'm still laid off. Um and I miss those people. I miss my I miss my coworker servers, um, but I do not miss serving. I I hate serving. Um, 
hope that they don't listen to this podcast and hear me say that. And they're like, oh, we don't really need you back. (laughs) I like my job. I like the people. I don't want to be a server forever is what I will say. Um, It's very mentally taxing. Anyone that has been in the server industry knows that like it is just very mentally, mentally taxing. Um, I felt like I was good at it because I – well, I feel like I am good at it because I can process and like do things so quickly like – you know, someone sits down and you're like, drinks, drinks, order, order, and like take the food, all of it. And like, it was so like, uh, da, 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 but I could do it really quickly. And like, I was really good at solving problems really fast because when you have that rush and it's a little exciting, it's a little daunting and it's a little exhausting. Um, anyways, I need a new job really bad and I need a job now, but also it's like, if you get a job, you give up that unemployment, which I'm still waiting on. I need income, but if I get a job, I'm going to have to give up all that back pay, which at this point is from March. So I'm about to have a lot of back pay. So do I give up waiting to go have more income? There's just a lot of stressors around that. And that's probably what's kind of adding to my lack of focus is that I don't know what to do. Um, what I would like to work on, (laughs) I put intention. So I like to work on my intention this week and exactly like each day's intention. Um, I think maybe I'm getting a little ahead of myself. I think I should just focus on maybe a week's intention I don't know. I'll get back to you on that. But something I'm proud of this week is I did have a really good structure of dinner. And when I start to make dinner and while dinner's in the oven, I read my book. And when I eat dinner and I don't turn the TV on anymore, like I just eat my dinner in silence by myself. It is so nice. Um, By the time dinner's ready, the cats are ready to be fed. I'm ready to be fed. I finish a chapter in my book And I just like kind of allow this hour of like rest and replenishment. And I'm really proud of myself. That kind of happened organically, but it's happened every day this week. So I love it. I'm going to keep it. I'm proud of myself for that. Gratitude. What am I grateful for this week? (laughs) I don't know. Um, Why is gratitude so hard sometimes? Okay. I am grateful I'm grateful for my neighbors. They have checked on me. They have, they bring me over food all the time. My next door apartment neighbors are just the sweetest, nicest people. They've adopted me into like their little family. And I'm just grateful for how many times they have me over for dinner and things like that. Um, We're basically like almost one house except It feels like I kind of have like the mother-in-law's quarters and my family lives in the bigger house next door. (laughs) Um, But I'm so, so grateful for them. Okay. This week, social media, really short mini episode. Um, Personally, I've deleted social media several times. Um, I don't delete my account, but I delete the apps off my phone. And I think we've all, like we all know that social media gets little spurts of dopamine every time we get a like, when we get validated, instant gratification, all kinds of stuff. Um, And I have two recommendations for podcasts. 
yeah. I mean, their recommendations. Um, the first one I listened to this week to just kind of get insight on more social media and mental health was Emotion Mentor Podcast. And they had a really, really, really good conversation on there. And I don't want this episode to me basically just be regurgitating what they said. But they had a section about solutions and... I really liked one of their solutions was like, if you feel like that's like kind of taking over your life a little bit, set a time for social media. Don't be on it other than that. So like put it in your schedule. Um, I'm going to make one up real fast. Like wake up, workout, laundry, an hour of social media, and then you continue on with your day. And what I liked about that was um, she said that it allowed for her to really – uh, enjoy social media then like actually, actually enjoy it instead of randomly getting sucked into it. She just allowed herself an hour to be on all the apps on her phone. And then that hour came to an end and it was more fulfilling. Um, that's my own words of fulfilling. So I really like that solution. Um, so that was a really cool podcast I listened to this week about that. The second one is Bear Bear Cast. It's B E A W C A S T. Uh, I enjoyed the conversation they had about social media. Um, I'm gonna link both of these in my description at the bottom. Okay, I cannot recommend this podcast to anyone. I probably would say over 15. I mean, yeah. Under 15. Under, sorry, not over. Uh, do not, oh God. Uh, anyone under 15, they're slightly inappropriate, but in like humor ways. Um, I enjoyed the conversation they had because they brought up a, a topic about like the golden age of social media. And they went off on like, you know, their own tangents or whatever. Um, but I thought that was such like an insightful, really cool idea of the golden age of social media because I swear like I remember it. Um, I got my first Facebook at, well, I only have one Facebook. Um, I got it at 12 and I lied because you have to be 13. And <laughs> I actually got it with, um, I had these these two girls, my childhood friends, uh, came over, made me a Facebook, and then we went to go watch Twilight. Uh, in theaters. So that was a little, that was a pretty long time ago. (laughs) There's been four movies since then. Um, and when I first had my Facebook, it definitely, I was too young. I was way too young to appreciate like at that time, the authenticity of the golden age of Facebook, the, the dawning of it, because it really was very refined and it, you know, you could actually be a part of groups that were like specific to what you liked. You could show yourself off and like be proud of yourself in different ways. And I'm sure it's like a mix of me being 12 and then also just the um, social, not consciousness. What is the word I'm looking for? Um, conscious, whatever. Um, self-conscious. There we go self-conscious. Um, so I'm 12, obviously we grow up, we become, especially at 14, 15, 16, very, very self-conscious. But I also feel like that's when Facebook and stuff became such a self-conscious platform. And we started seeing 
plasters of people rather than like who they really were um and keeping up with social norms and ideas and body images and stuff like that uh yeah sorry that's just my thoughts I was like I kind of experienced the golden age of social media and then I also didn't um I have two comments to share with you about social media that I got let's go find them Oh, I exited out of all of it. Oh, give me one second. Uh, the first one I have is from, this is what kind of sparked me thinking about golden age of social media is from an old coworker of mine, Phil. We worked together at Bears back in the day over on South Campbell. Um, man, they had this tile floor that he just would not replace that people slipped and hurt themselves on. Oh, probably shouldn't have said that. Uh, I wonder if they ever did replace that tile floor. I don't know. Um, not Phil, the owner. Phil had nothing to do with that tile floor. Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Now that I found it off that side tangent. So I just posted and I said, please tell me your ideas of social media, how it affects you, whatever. He said, I feel like social media often takes me away from a peaceful and present space to one that is totally reactive it's a trade-off of likes slash news of our friends and family for agitation and anxiety. In short, I wish that there was something better. And I think we already had that, honestly. Like, I think, like, social media was that, and then it's transformed into something completely different. And I don't know how we would honestly get something better from that. Um... So that was one comment I had. The second one I have, um, so sorry, I had these all pulled up and then I got angry, shut my computer, closed all of it down, um, and now we're here. So, okay, second one I have was a, an anonymous text-in and it says... Okay, sorry, it says... Social media is terrible for my mental health, yet for some reason I keep it. Boredom, self-destruction, I don't know. I judge myself so hard against other girls' look, like looks, lives, boyfriends, whatever. I don't like to post because then there's this obsessing feeling over who has seen it or liked it. I try to limit who I follow and when I become aware that someone is creating negativity, I get them off my feed. I do like Pinterest because it's a happier place, settings, things like recipes, quotes, articles, etc. It's awful because I like how social media allows me to connect with family and there's a lot of funny stuff out there. But I hate, to, I hate the constant feeling of being inferior. So that is, in essence, like what people warn against social media so much about. And... um. Another really great thing that they did on that they said on the uh, emotions mentor was cleaning your feed, like clean that feed. If you're seeing something that makes you feel, you know, body conscious, whatever, you can mute those people. And sometimes it's good not to follow your friends. They might be your good friends, but what they are putting out in your world, like what you are taking in and receiving and receiving and receiving might not be what you need. 
So it's okay to like mute people and, you know, make your corner of social media a happier place. Um, all of that to be said, I don't think that we should ignore why those things make us feel a certain way. I think that you can do some self-discovery in that, but not get lost in it. So that's all I really have on social media. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, I didn't do a good job of posting the question this week. So next week, a question I do have for you guys is boundaries. That's our topic. I have expressed that I have been working on that for some time. And I want to know your experience with boundaries, where you've started, what has come of them, your challenges. And to explain that a little further, boundaries is basically a way of saying, not a way, saying no, and then seeing basically for me so far, who respects that no and who doesn't. And there's a better way of putting that, but that's kind of my experience so far. And like, uh, what is the way my counselor says it? Boundaries is like basically your little patch of a garden, let's say, and you have a fence up around your garden and you get to control who comes in and who, and who goes out. Um, and if something's on the barrier of your fence that isn't good for you, your boundaries say, no, you can't come in. And so I have had to start putting that in different aspects, aspect, a different parts of my life of no, that behavior isn't acceptable anymore in my boundaries. Um, that's not good for me. My garden cannot grow with that behavior or those actions or the way that you speak to me. Um, I cannot have a fruitful garden with that. So basically boundaries is just being able to say no and being okay with that. Um, There's way more to it than that. Do not, please do not just listen to only this podcast, hear that, run with it. And we start screaming no everywhere. There's a lot more to it. That's the extremely brief description I have. So let's go ahead and head into, oh, 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 I forgot. Tangible good. Very, very fast. Our tangible good this week is again from Target. Um, it was next to the story of my life. So I grabbed this in preparation for a week that I needed something. 300 drawing prompts. I absolutely love this. Um, and if you're not a drawer, drawer, if you're not like a creative, um, like art, not artistic, uh, artistic can be so many different things. If you're not like a pencil to paper drawing kind of person, that's okay. Because right next to this, they had 300 writing prompts. Um, so there's a, there's two mediums right there for us to have. And I love it. There's different things in here. Let me just read you some of them. Um, the Kraken, Eiffel Tower, um, Banjo, uh, Ticket Stub, um, hummingbird. Ooh, and I have hummingbirds this week in my, uh, little garden. So side note, I'm very excited about that. Um, what's one I've already done? I've, I started at the beginning. Um, angel wings. I'm not going to show you guys all of these because this is my book for me to draw in and whatever comes out, comes out and I put it away. My sketchbook is where all my good stuff happens. This one is my creative energy is too much. I got to do something. And the next one up that I have 
is comic book cover. So it's very exciting. I like this a lot. They have 300 writing prompts as well. And this is a really great outfit for when you just feel like you need to do something or you've got too much static creative energy. Okay, now into our mantra from Madeline. Hi, hello. Hi. <laughs> so this week has been a really, really hard week for me. If you've been through this, you know, it's called breakup. I had a breakup just recently with my ex of a year and a half and it just did not work out. We both know and we both maturely was like, okay, let's, let's go on with our lives. Um, but since I'm so heavy in my spirit and my body, my mind, I'm going to give you kind of a heavy mantra, but not really heavy. I promise I'm not going to go crazy on you. But it's pretty practical, but it's not practical when you're going through a breakup. But I'm going to try my best. Are you ready? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Get out. Go. <laughs> um, we're going frozen on you today. So the reason why I chose let it go is because right now I'm holding on to so many feelings. A year and a half of feelings. Uh, red flags of upset tension in my mind anxiety coming back to the apartment that we lived in like so many things that i need to let it go because it it will automatically make me feel whole again it will make me feel like all right i'm gonna let my emotions yes understand it feel it in the moment but all together just let it go because it's gonna help you it's gonna help you it's gonna help me it's gonna help anybody who's going through the same thing um, but it, you can also apply this to any sort of situation that's going in your head. You're thinking a really bad thought, let it go. Because once you let it go, then you're starting to feel comfortable in your own skin finally. Um, something really pissed you off today, let it go. Because then guess what? That's just going to carry on with you through that entire day. But if you just let it go, you can move on, you can move forward. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Yes, I might not take this mantra very, very easily this week, but it is let it go. And I hope you do uh, find comfort in my mantra. And I really hope that anybody who is going through the same thing, we will get through this. And I hope you are just strong and, and it's fine. We're gonna let it go and we're gonna have fun. Because now, guess what? I can do whatever I want. <laughs> okay, that's not true. I'm not gonna do whatever I want. I'm limiting myself. I'm still sad, still happy, still angry, all the emotions, but let it go and give yourself love today. All right, bye guys, see you next week. Thank you so much, Madeline. I love you. Thank you for doing these mantras with me. I appreciate who you are and you're gonna be a really strong person. Um, you already are a strong person, but you're gonna be a stronger one. So thank you so much. And like I said, next week is boundaries. I actually have my friend, I don't know if you can hear that, but there is my sheets for my bed ringing in the background. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> next week is boundaries and I have my friend Ashley on with on the podcast and she's someone I've looked up to for a long time. And when I first met her, I hadn't quite started doing boundaries and she was someone that just had these very... Um, I would say at first, like what I saw was like high expectations for herself and the people that she dated. And I didn't quite know what they were. And then I started doing boundaries and I was like, oh, I look up to this woman because 
she is constantly enforcing boundaries in her life to have healthy relationships. And she works very hard at it. And that is something I picked up on her within like the first three shifts we work together. So I have her on next week. I'm going to interview her about her experience with boundaries. And I look forward for you guys to listen to that. Um, Thanks for listening to this tiny little short episode. Um, See you next week. Goodbye. Oh, what was that that I always forget to say in the episode while I film it? Um, You can submit your stories to selfishstories at gmail.com or text us to be anonymous at 818-850-3305. Also, just to clarify, when listening back, I realized I said give up my back pay from unemployment. Don't worry, I'm very familiar with California unemployment. I know I will be getting my money that is owed to me from back pay. I just said that weird. I'm very sorry. 